Hi, Sam, and hi, Megan. Hi. Thanks, hi. For, thanks for having me. Pleasure. Well, um, since I live in the city, I came across, <laughs> like most of us, I guess at some stage, the currywurst. Mm. And uh, yes, of course, it's a cheap lunch option. In Berlin. Yes, and it's not even so bad. It's quite decent pork sausages, you know, which are usually first steamed and then put onto a roast and grilled, grilled. a bit further. Mm. Uh, what comes after might be the nightmare for any gourmets, um, seasoning with uh, curry-flavored tomato sauce. Cane's mustard. Now, now, the thing <laughs> that confused me about this when I first encountered the currywurst was that... I thought the sausage itself might be curry-flavoured, curry-versed. Yeah. But no, they literally just sprinkle curry powder yeah. on top of tomato sauce. This is like the national lunch meal of Berlin. Well, this is there's actually yeah. some dissent over the origin, and I believe mm. people from Köln or somewhere over in the Ruhrgebiet, over in West Germany, mm. also claim it's their ownership. Their yes? dish. Absolutely. I was actually just a few weeks ago in Bochum, in the heart of the Ruhrgebiet, mm. and my friend shouted me a currywurst. <laughs> Hey! And I already, as a Berliner, was thinking, hmm. <laughs> so, halfway through the currywurst, I had to tell him that this is actually not good enough. <laughs> uh, and uh, the Berlin currywurst is much better. And This could was, cause World War Three. He was oh really... My <laughs> Lord. Was he However, the, the choice then was a beer. And um, I guess not everyone is drinking beer. Mm. And there are other options. And again, as the currywurst is always available 24-7, a beer in this town is always available 24-7, but the good Spätis also are very, very well stocked with wine. Spätis are very heavily built around buying booze in the middle of the night. <sighs> Especially in Berlin, you <laughs> to have to cater you for your audience. Mm. Yeah. And uh, they cater also for the wine drinkers. So you mm. definitely will find even in the smallest spitty at least five or six different whites and five or six different reds. Mm. Well, there you go. It's like walking into a fabulous oasis of uh, <laughs> drinking. But we should also point out that this particular food and wine pairing was inspired by the film Sideways. So ah. there's a great scene in it, isn't there, Oliver, that inspired this particular chat yeah, about the, um, curryversed um, and what will match Well, the, the hero, Miles, um, was ending up at the end of the movie with his best bottle of uh, Richembourg from Burgundy. How much would it be worth? Ah, thousands. Yes. Easy. That he'd squirreled uh, away f- f- and to have with a great meal. In, in, in No, he was, that's what he was always, yeah, exactly. Mm. He envisaged that, exactly. I guess sitting at home with fine wine linen and white linen and silver and An amazing uh, everything meal. went yep. pear shape in this movie um, for him especially. And he's ending up, this is the last shot you, I remember from the movie where he sits somewhere in the corner of a crazy little takeaway shop, maybe eating <laughs> fish and chips and is drinking his expensive Burgundian wine ah. from a paper cup. Yeah. <laughs> and eating but, greasy food. But yeah. you could see a big smile on his face and he was in heaven. Mm-hmm. So you're going to re produce the conditions for cre- recreating heaven in a, in a currywurst But of course, always uh, uh, adjusted <laughs> to the environment and to the budget. Yes. So we mm-hmm. are in Berlin. Uh, and, well, at two or three o'clock in the night, when you possibly already have been in the t- on town for five, six hours, there's not much money left in your wallet. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So there may be just enough for a currywurst and a beer or a currywurst. And in this particular case, because you can get it everywhere and anywhere and it doesn't cost much. And it's in a screw cap And it has a beautiful, lovely Australian patented stabbing cap. Mm -hmm. Easy access, in other words. Indeed. Mm -hmm. We are now buying 
uh, Dornfelder. Ah, now this is a this is a much maligned varietal in Germany. Yes. It doesn't have a good reputation. If you would bring it up with any uh, connoisseurs, they would they would not even look at you. I, I, I did the mistake when I arrived here uh, early last year that every now and then I went on certain wine blocks and shared my excitement with certain food and wine. And once or twice I threw in the word Trollinger or Dornfelder and that was it. <gasps> that, that, they were actually the only responses I got. Since then I never got responses again where people said, are you fucking joking? <laughs> are you serious? Look, you can make a good wine of, 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 of every grape variety. This one is a variety which was bred to be pest-resistant uh, and, and produce high yields. Mm -hmm. was created in, in, in the mid-50s. And it has some uh, faint parentage also with Pinot Noir, mm -hmm. which is one of the most noblest red varietals, and also Blaufränkisch or Lemberger, mm -hmm. which are beautiful varietals. However, <clears throat> Dornfelder is usually more, more common in the south of Germany. It's the second most planted varietal in Germany after Pinot Noir. Wow. We have nearly 9,000 hectares of Dornfelder in Germany. So it's the it's the ultimate working it's grape. The, it's <laughs> the workhorse. Wow. And, and quite often they make Weissherbst, which is like rosé from it, mm -hmm. you know. Quite often they make them uh, sweet, so that mm. on the bottle it says Halbtrocken or Lieblich. These, these are horrible wines. I mean, horrible for me. Maybe some people mm. do enjoy them. However, for the currywurst, I did the experiment myself. I went into the shop, didn't look long, and I walked out with a three-euro yeah. bottle of Dornfelder from Baden, south of Germany again. And I've never heard about the producer again. I checked it out. It's, it's not even filled in, in Baden. It's filled somewhere else. It's mass-produced. Mass mm -hmm. But it's a friendly and cheerful wine. Cheap yeah. and cheerful. Cheap and cheerful. So what about the taste profile? Let's get into what it yeah. was like for you when you actually... What did you do? Did you eat the currywurst first, then sip the wine, or the other way around? How does it work? Again, I have not much experience with Dornfelder. You won't find it outside Germany, you know? Mm -hmm. So this is possibly the first time I drank it straight. So often you find it also in varietal blends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess you've, you want to have a look at your suspect first <laughs> to, get, to get an idea. <laughs> And it's quite impressive from the color. It has a beautiful dark color, which for many people it's important that the wine has a dark color, otherwise it's apparently not a good wine. It's quite fruity. It's, it has bold fruity flavors of, mm -hmm. of dark berries and, and sour sherry. It's immediately appealing. It, it's it's, it's, it's a rough young buck. Yeah, mm. But I mean, look at the currywurst, smell the currywurst. I mean, you can't come now with a Pinot Noir. Mm. That, that would be an absolute sacrilege and, and, and a waste. You, you need a bold, beautiful wine. I think a red wine is fine. The Dornfelder doesn't have too much tannins, mm. uh, which is good, which would disturb the whole eating experience. Yeah, especially with the mustard. That would be yucky. It would clash. Mm. It was dry. It has good acidity, but not overly too much. It has enough acidity to cut through some of this richness and the heaviness of the pork sausage and even the pommes if you have to. So pommes being chips or fries for anyone who's not a Berliner. In the in the Belgian style, often eaten with mayonnaise. You must. Pommes rot-weiss. Pommes <laughs> red and white. Das yes. stimmt. But anyway, um, now if you're even well prepared and have a little temperature controlled uh, backpack with you or, <laughs> <laughs> or you do that at home, chuck the wine in the fridge for 15 minutes or in the freezer for five, whatever. Oh. And drink it at 12 to 14 degrees. And it's just wonderful, especially in summer now. You can have it also with your barbecue, uh, with any grilled meat. Bold flavors need mm -hmm. a bold wine. And then, of course, at the end of all this, 
a schnapps <laughs> <laughs> so you can digest the stuff. <laughs> An obstler to push it all through. If, if there is some money left yeah. in your wallet after the currywurst and uh, the Dornfelder, but yes, a, sch a schnapps won't harm. Well, Oliver, look, we're coming into summer now in uh, the Northern Hemisphere and, and it's a very special time in Berlin mm. every year. So thank you very much for that awesome summer wine and junk food recommendation <laughs> inspired by the goodly wine film Sideways. Mm. And we look forward to talking to you again very soon on Three Wicked Women. You've been listening to Berlin sommelier Oliver Budak and Gut Feeling. And if you'd like to travel with Oliver through his adventures in wine and all things liquid, just visit his website, Oliver Budak, that's B-U-D-A-C-K dot com.